pull up a bar stool. Great show today. I haven't had a guest on in a while, but um, I brought in one of one of the show's favorites, Chad Whitman of Edge Rank Checker. Can I always expect we'll geek out when he's on? Um, obviously, we're going to talk about the news feed, right? So we're going to talk about the new, new news feed and Facebook backtracking, but also kind of an insight into like his feelings on, um, you know, the, how that was managed and how he think that thinks that was kind of messed up and screwed up and um, and kind of a, reflects on the way Facebook has been producing product lately. Uh, so we're going to go from there to, of course, organic reach and. Um, analyzing the news feed and, and what's working, what's not, that kind of stuff. But we're going to cover so many topics. Uh, like, we're going to have the longest closing I think I've ever had on this show. And uh, we're, we're going to talk about some sports and baseball and fatherhood and everything else you can imagine. Enjoy yourself. Pop a bottle. Let's do it. Hey everybody, John here from JohnLumber.com and John Limmer Digital on Facebook. Here with another edition of the Social Media Pubcast, where each week I invite a different friend to the virtual pub and we get drunk on social media. Today, I invite my friend back to the show, Mr. Chad Whitman of Edge Rank Checker. How you doing, Chad? I'm doing well. How you doing, John? Doing all right. This is a... Uh, this is like uh, the Tonight Show where they yeah, always have like the, the same old dude come back like every other week. I mean, how many times? Is it five, six times? Yeah, I wish I had like a running gag like Paul Rudd does with uh, Conan, <laughs> yeah. but um, but yeah, it's it's always good. Good stuff. Uh, so I am working on a new Belgium Ranger. I'm actually it's an India Pale Ale. I'm running low on supply. What what you got working over there? You know, I'm going. I'm just going Irish coffee here. Um, Still a little bit morning-ish, and I'm I'm definitely not in that zone yet. So just a little splash of alcohol, and, and we're good to go. Yeah, once uh, you agreed to get on, and I was about to hit record, I went to the garage to grab a beer. My wife, it's like 10.40 in the morning. My wife, like, really? <laughs> Startup call. Hey, man, got to work. That's, that's all you got to say. Yeah, I got to work, man. Just got to work. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, cheers to you, my friend. Yeah, thank you. Cheers. Oh man, so lots. Uh, it's been a while, I think, since we've talked. It seems like Facebook has finally gone through. I feel like this is like one flurry of changes, but I think they're done for a while. Once all these changes are rolled out, like I've been waiting for it forever. Like for my power editor course, like in terms, and that's like seven months old or so now. Right, and I've been waiting delaying and delaying and delaying updating it because i knew all these other changes were coming but i think we're to the point now where they're gonna get to a lull um so power editor has been revamped several times they've got the new uh uh campaign structure got the new new news feed <laughs> we've got the new new page uh design i mean so much stuff going on so that new new, new i call it the new new news feed because i never got the first one the first new news me feed. neither yeah yeah, you didn't. Um, so, kind of interesting, right? How they first of all, it took. It's been over a year, hasn't it, since they originally uh, announced that one? Yeah, I think just about. It, it might have been like April, but I mean, we're talking eleven, oh, twelve months. I mean, it, it, basically a year, either way. Yeah. Um, so, well, what do you think the thought was there 
you know, first that long rollout that never really happened to not going <laughs> with this design? Oh man, the word incompetence comes to mind. Um, yeah. It's it's it. To me, it's not about. I mean, Facebook's all known all about breaking things, building fast, shipping fast, all that good right. stuff. But and so, I mean, I guess I'm not surprised to see them pull something back. But I think that the way they presented it with with the conference, or they had yes. all the people there in the press, and they gave the press guy immediate access to the new news feed, and they had the sign up list, and it was a very, very deliberate and a very, very focused kind of launch. Something that right. was a bit unusual at that time for like how specific they were. Um, right. the people even commented like Facebook's never discussed the new newsfeed with us. They just roll it out. And so for them to put all that time and effort into something like that and then just like roll it out to 10% of the people and then not do anything with it. Yeah. Um, I think that seems to suggest that their A-B testing that they at least had done initially or like in the preliminary stuff kind of failed. Um if, well, and and what A/B testing? Because no one had it, right? Other than probably in people internally. Yeah, I mean, I think that I mean sometimes you'll see um, on different sites a couple screenshots of the different beta tests of people outside that structure. Um, and I know my co-founder Jason uh, way back, like two or three years ago, he had this entirely crazy news feed that we hadn't seen anywhere else, and you could like highlight stories and you could star them. It was like this really strange news feed. Wow. Um, and we thought that was going to be the new news feed. So we were studying and analyzing, trying to understand how the algorithm was working and ended up never, never running into it ever anywhere else. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it just seems to suggest that who did they test the initial news feed on that, that they thought it was going to be a great idea. And then what data were they seeing that suggested it wasn't a good idea? I'm, I'm interested right. in both those questions. Um, cause here we are now they're rolling out that, that new, new newsfeed that's uh, and it's is it really that much different no, from the new newsfeed? no it's uh i was actually my my girlfriend's sister is is visiting us and i, I was like oh i have the new newsfeed and she was like and she walked over and i thought it was really interesting she's 19 years old she's in college she walks over and she goes oh what's different about it and i said well i mean it, it, can't you tell it looks different she goes i haven't been <laughs> on facebook on a desktop for at least a year and a half uh. Wow. And I was like, wow, that's an interesting little insight. And then I tried to articulate to her. I was like, she's like, oh, the images are bigger. And I was like, yep. And she's like, yeah, I don't notice anything else. I was like, well, the sidebar is gray now. And she was like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like that was, that's how you, we should, you know, you and I should write a joint article. Like what is the new newsfeed? 19 year old college student explains it as, oh yeah, the sidebar is gray and the pictures are bigger. Uh, but right. I haven't noticed because I've been on mobile for a year and a half. So right, right. I found that yeah. very interesting. It, I mean, do they still have – because one of the things I was excited about at the time, or maybe it's just because they made me excited because they made a big deal out of it, <laughs> was all the different feeds that you could uh, easily monitor. Uh, but is, is, that, is that – from what I've seen, that doesn't seem to be a focus anymore. Uh, no, I have the new news feed. I do not see that at all. Um, I mean, you, you, you have the new, new, the new, news feed, new news feed. I never got the new okay. old news feed, but I have yeah. the new, new news feed. Um, but yeah, it's it's almost identical to to the one that we all kind of tend to know. Okay. Um, yeah. They don't have the I, photo tab, and they had like the, right. the page tab. They, it's the same left sidebar that does all the the real navigation. Okay, that, you know what. That doesn't surprise me. I, I I think that would you you'd look at as a possible mistake on Facebook's part that they had those feeds before. Mm -hmm. 
Well, I mean, their money maker is the news feed. Right. And from my understanding of the way the old new news feed was working, um, the, a lot of these things didn't have ads in them, I don't think. I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, I mean, when we when they originally put some new screenshots of the new news feed, the new new news feed, <laughs> uh, yeah. they had page posts and stuff in there, but they hadn't integrated ads and. I don't know. I mean, I'm definitely seeing ads in here um, right. with, you know, everything. See, the one other little minor change, and I think that this is also a little bit interesting, is that it used to be in the upper right of the newsfeed. You could have that drop down of top stories most recent. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, they moved that into, so like on the left, when you have your profile underneath of it, it's like newsfeed messages, photos, like all your pages or whatever that you've kind of created as your mini bar. Um, the right. drop down's there. So it's like right. it has the newsfeed icon and then top stories most recent. I have a feeling just knowing kind of typical user behavior when you're developing websites and whatnot, with that not being kind of out there saying like basically sort like change the sorting of the newsfeed, um, I think that they're actually pushing the algorithm a little bit harder because they're making yeah. it now almost less it's less likely to be clicked on because now you actually have to look over know that you're going to click the news feed drop down, which I highly doubt the average person would assume that's going to be in there. They're going to have to click it and then click most recent to even find it. So I, I think it's also a subtle shift of Facebook saying like, we really, really, really believe in an algorithm long-term. We don't want to be Twitter. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I mean, I think everything they do is based on the results. They, again, I think what you're saying is right. It's kind of strange that they did what they did because they seem to be making moves without having any substance substance behind them. Mm -hmm. uh, but they otherwise, they look really closely at what results in more or less engagement before they roll it out globally, which is my understanding why they didn't roll out the first news, new, news feed in the first right. place, because it wasn't getting more engagement, it was getting less. Right. Um, so I think that probably also goes along with the news feed. It's like, okay, yeah, you can have this most recent option, but in general, we see that people engage most when they're, they're, they're looking at it and turn the, the news feed where we uh, put the most popular stuff to the top or whatever they do. Yeah. And I, I think that to, to me, I, I, were you familiar with Facebook Poke? Did you, did you ever download that or hear about that? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, yep. it's their Snapchat clone. And, and right. I, I, think that, I think that there's something interesting, very, very interesting in that in that when they built that. And I think it's also very interesting in how dependent they are in AB testing um, for just like from a business perspective, looking at their, their whole product. It's, it's, it's interesting because they really, really believe in AB testing and they really, really believe, you know, statistics um, will answer all the questions. And, but I think they're also missing out sometimes on common sense. Uh, I think, yeah. I think Zuckerberg says, Oh, people are using Snapchat because they simply want to send messages that disappear to each other back and forth. So let's build that. And it, He's missing on the, the job to be done really is, is not that they want to do that with their Facebook friends. They want to like a more anonymous place that they're not going to get in trouble. They're not going to accidentally click on their grandma of that Snapchat of the party last night. They want a space that's that's different than that. And that's why Snapchat was was successful compared to something like Poke. You can't just grab features, replicate features, or A-B test some features and say, oh, yeah, the, this is the best way. There has to be a touch of intuitiveness. And, and we see that. You look at something like just if you glance at your Facebook page, 
There are ads uh, kind of in the right sidebar. There's all this content in the middle. If you're running ad campaign, you see ad campaign data in the upper right. There's trending stories. You got your uh, updated feed. You got your chat bar. You have all your navigation on your left. You have navigation on the top. It's insane how much stuff is on there compared to something like like medium.com with like a blogging yeah. platform. Um, and the jobs to be done kind of like why am I – on Facebook at this moment. There's there's just a million things being thrown at me and they're A-B testing and I think this is the result of an incredible amount of A-B testing. What if someone came in and just made Facebook look like Medium? How would the experience right. be there? And I think that that's what paper is ultimately about. But it's, I don't know. There's there, I think there's some confusion and I think they're also being kind of led astray by a little too heavy data uh, dependence when they should be mm. applying a touch of intuitiveness along with data. That's my two Understood. cents on that. Sure. Are you using paper? No, I mean, I downloaded it. I saw it last night. I almost clicked on it. It had been like a week or two. I almost clicked on it. And then and then I thought, you know, Twitter really does that job for me much, much better than paper, especially considering I can't pick my sources. Uh, Reddit destroys something like paper. I mean, Twitter and Reddit take care of that exact job for me. So, again, if I'm Facebook and I want to replace that, why aren't I replicating those types of news discovery that that i'm ultimately picking on reddit i choose my subreddits i get the content pushed along that's right. voted the top i don't know it, it, i don't know i don't i don't want to try trying to gripe on facebook but i think the news feed debacle is 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 a glimpse into the leadership and in the, in the in the direction of, of how they build product yeah like the funny thing about paper and I was like, wow, this is really cool when it came out. And I was most impressed with, I, I think, the silly things, like the way they marketed it. Did you see the landing, the like the landing page or whatever for it? Uh, I can't remember it. It was really, it was pretty awesome. I've never seen a, a site function so smoothly and dynamically the way that one did. Um, like there's a like hand moving and video, oh, okay. and like all this stuff right. happening. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. So I love the presentation, the way they like, oh, this is paper, and it was like <laughs> it was like really new and awesome, and um, but I think one of the disadvantages of being Facebook, and we see this every time they make a big change, is people are resistant to change because they're used to the way it's been, right? And I think this is a really good example of that like normally I don't feel like I'm impacted by that, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is cool, I love this new newsfeed, and I love all this, whatever, but paper is just like so different. Than, than the way I usually consume their content. Right. That I have, not, and I think part of it is that they give me an option to not use paper. Right. So I'm not using paper. Right. Um, I have it. I've, I looked at it every once in a while, but when it comes down to it, and I really want to check what's going on, I don't use paper. Um. So I think that's part of it. I think something else, that, and you kind of um, touched on this a little bit, is being able to customize. Your feeds, because like right now, oh yeah, you can do technology and sports. Like, no, I want the brewers. And right. I want maybe social media marketing. And I want you know, like just these custom lists and whatnot. Right. This I don't a, understand why they can't do that. It's not 1980, and I want to grab a copy of the USA Today and then flip to the sports page and then flip to the section that right. talks about the Brewers game, so I can see the box score. I think we're at a point where we know I want to see the Brewers score, um, and I not only want to know the Brewers score, I want to know what like the most in-depth cool dude in the Brewers organization had to say about some, you know, like pitching performance or something. It's like, I, I want the nitty gritty details that only a Brewers fan really would care about. I don't want to see the giant, like, you know, Brewers lose three to one and then that's it. Like, yeah. I mean, 
if you're a Brewers fan, you probably already knew that. And again, right. I just love this. And I think I'm in an interesting spot because we, we build product and it's, it, it's again, it's a, it's a, what is the job to be done? It's uh it's, there's, there's a misalignment of goals. They don't fully understand what the job to be done of, of paper particularly is. And although if I sat down with Zuckerberg, I'm sure I'd get an elaborate answer, but maybe there's too many MBAs answering that question and not enough maybe. problem solvers. And that, that one actually seems kind of easy to me. Like lists, I don't know if you use lists. I, I stopped using them. I, I, I don't really find them as useful as I used to. Um, they don't even really even appear in my newsfeed anymore right. because I don't engage with them. But if I were to create, for example, and especially with the new new newsfeed, like when you're using these different feeds and whatnot, if they had it the way I'd envisioned it with the new newsfeed that seemed to go away, um, I would feel like having a brewer's list that I generate, or maybe there's a publicly available one too that I could use. Um, or Packers list, social media marketing list, whatever, whatever, and uh, alter my news feed. Like that was kind of all available before, but buried, right? Right. And then with with uh, paper, it would make sense that it would follow that same thing. Instead of creating a structure of, okay, now you have to look at all sports and all technology. I don't really understand why that's not integrated. It doesn't make much sense. To me. Yeah, I think I think you're touching on a on something, and we're we're going down the rabbit hole a little bit, but. Um, I think that for me, the, the internet has, has evolved past that point of, of connecting two objects. Uh, so like, like Facebook and, and MySpace and all these things, like be like, all right, like John and Chad, like the brewer. So we're going to, we're going to connect us as, as individuals, but let's say that you and I didn't have any like Facebook marketing ties or anything like that. You know what? You and I really would connect around the topic of the brewers. It's, it's the brewers that, that would it kind of has the gravity that draw. I don't care if it's you or some other dude or someone other dude that lives in, you know, Pennsylvania. I want to connect with people around this topic and probably around this specific situation as it relates to the brewers. And then I, and then I kind of go on. And I think that that's where I think the, the, the job to be done and, and the kind of that excitement of, of stuff like Twitter and Reddit is that, is something like Reddit will discuss a story and then you drop in the comments and all these people, again, they, they don't care who person A, person B, person C is. They care about person A's thoughts as it relates to this particular topic right now. That's, that's mm-hmm. it. And we're connecting around a topic instead of connecting people to people. And, and I think that there's, that's the kind of the gap that I think we're feeling is that even with the list, if I put you in a list and you talk about, if I put you in a Facebook marketing list and you talk about the brewers, I mean, aside from Facebook getting clever with the algorithms to, to filter that out, hypothetically, you're going to show up talking about brewer stuff in my Facebook marketing list. Yeah, that's true. That's true. How, how has that even helped me? I, I guess I guess that, that was probably a, a, what I should have said instead of lists is either hashtags or just using, I mean, they're doing trending now, right? You know, so they don't. You don't even need hashtags. So, right. Just, just based on a specific topic that someone's talking about, you should be able to just surface the popular and public content or content content that's kind of connected to you and all that kind of stuff. Like all the crazy things they do with their algorithm. Yeah, to it's, find stuff that should be relevant. It's all sitting in there, and I. But I think that right now their concept is connecting you know, friends and family together. I and mean, I think that's even their mission statement or something along those lines, or maybe that's what their homepage signup says, but you know, it's connecting people in your life with you. And, and I think that we've kind of gotten past that. Like, like I, I know that I can text you or I can email you or I can Facebook you or I can tweet like, but now we're starting to have this pull, I think around topics. Um, and, I, and again, I, I keep touting Reddit's horn, but 
you know, someone will say like, hey, I heard a, an explosion. Uh, I live in such and such, you know, Texas. All of a sudden, if you live in uh, Chicago like we do, I can follow people in Texas talking about this topic around. And then everything that's good is floating to the top due to being upvoted. And all of a sudden, like I remember the, the, the Boston Marathon bombings. I was at my friend's house and it happened at like, you know, they found the guy at like 10 p.m. And I'm on Reddit and people are posting links, photos, map. I mean, it was an insane yeah. immersion in that moment that I've never yeah. even seen or felt even since that point. And it all happened around the topic. I wasn't connecting with my high school friends and my college friends on Facebook about like all this stuff. I was connecting with people who, for whatever reason, cared that day, like extra to share maps and all that stuff. Um, and it was a whole crazy different experience and, and I'm, I'm addicted to that. Yeah. I, I'm not a big Reddit user, but that one day I remember it being pretty big and that's where it was. It was the maps. It was the, the false um, identity. <laughs> they, yeah. They found but the also, wrong guy. <laughs> yeah. The, the, but the scanner, I remember right. you, you get yes. access to scanner. And I think that's where it came out first was on Reddit and that's, I remember getting a link there. So definitely interesting. So I, I think it's, it's ultimately about the topic and, and, so the basically Facebook pulled back the news feed. They rolled out this new new news feed. And I think it's I think it's just a, it's a it's a peek into how how product development has been going on over there. Right. Now shifting gears a little yeah. bit. Um let's just talk about the brewers. No, no, just kidding. This thing. Um because I know that's what everybody wants to hear. Oh yeah. But <laughs> um no, no, seriously, the the news feed. We talked about the news feed and like what you see and all this kind of stuff um, and, and Facebook wanting engagement. This always leads in some roundabout way to um, we're not seeing enough brand content. You know, that's what, there's only one group of people who cares about that. Right. It's, it's the brands. Right. It's the marketers. Uh, you really, I don't think you ever hear about regular users who are not connected to marketing in some way screaming that they're not seeing enough marketing content right. or brand content. Um one question I have for you. Yeah. Your understanding of most recent still filtered, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, I, you, I, I think that there was a little debate in your comment section, uh, this section on one of your recent blog posts. And I think I yep. referenced that study that we had done and it's, it's kind of, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you feel this where you're doing all this research and then all of a sudden, like you realize this is like a year and a half old, <laughs> but yeah. you know, since the last time we looked at it, it, it was filtered. I mean, it's not like heavily, heavily filtered, but it is filtered. And, and I have no reason to believe that, that that's changed. However, yeah. I have not researched it in about, about a year or so. Um, uh, well, and, and I feel like there'd be a much bigger deal of it if it, if it weren't filtered. Right. I just remember back in the day, it used to be everybody like, um, do you want to get around Facebook's filtering? Just do most recent. And then that was completely debunked. Right. And, and then Facebook even came out and said, no, it's still filtered. It's just in chronological order. Right. <laughs> right. They basically so, turned down the knob a little bit and then arranged everything chronological. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that, that came up cause I, because I want to talk about you know a little bit of the composition of newsfeed because I ran that study that you're, you're referencing. Yeah, which I like. That, that was really that was really interesting. Good. I mean, I I found it just really strange. So this was three months after the fact. I originally kind of tested my newsfeed over a 24 hour period to see what it was composed of. Is it friends? Is it brands? What was it? Because I think this was, in my opinion, a much better way to analyze how brands are reaching users than just looking at my only my page and say hey my organic reach is down i'm reaching fewer people facebook screwing us screwing everybody right um 
So our brand's actually reaching people. And so I looked at my, my newsfeed, did the most recent, over 24 Because that's really the only way you could definitely catch everything within 24 hours. Right. Um, and I found that, like, and again, my page, I only liked, I don't know, like 370-some pages total. Mm-hmm. This, is over, this is over several years. So a lot of dead pages in there. A lot of pages that are just like movies and TV shows and right. bands and stuff where they don't post anything. Right. And so um, 20% of all the pages I liked showed up in my newsfeed over a 24-hour period. And 50% total of my newsfeed, almost 50% total of my newsfeed, was organic posts from those pages. Then if you included like all my friends who were like checking into places, sharing links from brands, commenting on photos from brands, it was 57% of my newsfeed. Wow. I just, I found that so surprising since it's completely the opposite of everything we're hearing. Right. Um, because look, your, your reach can go down and still everyone's, everyone's hearing from brands organically. It's just that, again, if they're, they're trying to limit, it just means that there's more competition Yes, is kind of what they've been saying. But I mean, what do you think about all that? No, I think that's a, it's a really interesting way of, of looking at it. Um, and I think that that's probably the way that Facebook should be marketing it. That's how they should be pitching their business models. Like, Hey, because uh, their business model right now is like, hey, you're going to get some organic reach, just pay for what you want. And, and I think that small businesses especially are like, screw that. Like this wasn't the deal early on, you know. And I think that Facebook kind of approached it backwards, um, their original pitch. Their original pitch was to, hey, pay us a bunch of money and then everyone will see your stuff. And then it was like, oh, well, maybe not as many. And then and I think people feel that dwindling. We actually like as yeah. humans, we have a stronger reaction to loss than we do to gain. Um, right. whereas Facebook really should have been pitching it the whole time. Like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to make it like, imagine this pitch from their perspective, like hey, 30% of the newsfeed in general is going to be always like brands. And then you, exactly. and then you guys are going to fight it out. And I think right. everyone would have approached this whole system, like starting three years ago, four years ago, five years ago, entirely different. Their mentality would have been like, all right, like I'm going to carve out that you know, that X percent for me in the 30 percent, and they would have expected everything. It would have been a whole different way to frame it. And I think it'd be a really healthy way for Facebook to frame their business investment. And uh, so I think it's I think it's great. And I think it's really interesting. And I think it's also you go back to the humans hate loss. The, they have a high yeah. loss aversion um, there. They're kind of experiencing just that that crunch, you know. They 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 can't run a TV ad because it costs too much money because all the car dealerships are running the local ads and all this stuff. And they feel that crunch everywhere they go. And I think that Facebook was one of those like, well, I don't get to have to feel that crunch. And the reality is the bar is is really freaking high and it continues to raise. And uh, but there is a ton of opportunity, like you're saying, like man, like what. Like, would you say 57 percent? I mean, yeah. that's, I mean, if you're someone amazing like Apple, I mean, I think that you and I would both agree. I mean, Apple could hypothetically on a day that they launch a new an iPhone six or whatever, they could take a very, very sizable chunk of that exposure between your friends talking about them. Uh, their, their actual press releases, videos coming out from Gawker and all that stuff. I mean, they could take a huge chunk. Let's share that voice of 57 percent for that day, which would be absolutely insane amount of uh traffic exposure sales all, all the business metrics that you'd be interested in right it, it, you're absolutely right that I, I i don't understand the way they're framing it either because they will often say i mean that they bring out a lot of uh 
uh, data and, and say that you know the average user uh, gets uh, they could see up to fifteen hundred stories, right? And they will show them three hundred of those stories, right? Um, and they stop there. Well, why don't you tell us the average user? It has X number, they, and they've done this before too, X number of friends, X number of fans, X number of people they follow, all that stuff. Now break that down in terms of what we should expect. Because I think the, the, what, what people think is happening, the marketers think is happening, is like 1% of the newsfeed right now is organic page content when that's definitely not true. So if you can break it down and say, well, the average user, 300 posts, and of those, 100 posts are organic coming from brands. You know what would be that, looks, that makes things look a whole lot different. I you think. know what would be really cool is if you and I kind of teamed up and we did a survey and asked marketers how of the yeah. of the you know five, of, if there were a hundred posts in the news feed, how many of them are brands versus friends? It'd be really mm-hmm. interesting to get a marketer's perspective of that, a user's perspective of that, and then match it up with you know maybe a hundred volunteers to see. That'd be very very yeah. because I I think that you're kind of onto something with that. My intuition says that that marketers have a, a have a warped feeling and I think it's that loss like they felt that organic reach crunch and so they're like well it's got to be like two or three percent because my reach is only you know something something yeah and and we might even find that the users might not even realize how many brands are in their newsfeed as well uh, well you know they hate seeing our ads right. in their newsfeed <laughs> <laughs> so I, it would be a really really freaking interesting little study to do so i don't know we, you and i should talk about that off air or if anyone's listening and wants to help team up we should we should we should think about that no absolutely because what i found over and over again is perception does not reflect reality repeatedly and, and like this so this is, often comes to mind too when uh we'll hear surveys of people and talking about their usage of facebook it's like they don't use stats they'll say like this big report will come out People are using Facebook less. They're reporting in this recent survey that they're using Facebook less than they did a year before. Year, oh, I, I, year I, I hate and, that study. Like, how are you planning on using Facebook in 2015? It's like, wait, yeah. what? Like, how, yeah. how can I even give you an accurate usage of Facebook this weekend, let alone in 2015? Like, yeah, I, right. I that's insane. It's like, like the whole thing with the uh, and kids too, not using Facebook. Right. Like, you surveyed kids, asking them if they use it. And if they see it as being uncool, even if they use it, they're going to tell you they're not using it that much. Right. They're using it less. And but so don't tell me surveys. I don't care about surveys. What are the actual results? Right. What, what's actually ha- what are the click? Like when I when I always hear people say that Facebook doesn't know what they like. I, I go back to that all the time. It, it just cracks me up because Facebook knows better than anyone else. Based on your clicks, you're clicking on stuff. You like it. If you ignore it, you don't. Right. Especially if you ignore something consistently. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I'm more about results. And uh, and that's why I would love to – we should team up on a study like that. Yeah, it would be interesting. I, I, I know um, people tend to lie to themselves about about what how they want to do something. Like if you ask people how much they uh, are going to work out, that's always a much – or how yeah. well, or how healthy do they eat? They'll tell you this this yeah. good thing, this like face saving thing, and then you actually like monitor them really in depth, and they ate just as terrible as everyone else, you know, on average. Right. Um, and and people want to, you know, like you said, like like a kid put in that situation, like, well, you know, I know that it's cooler to be. I mean, think, I mean, think about that for a second, just even 
just Snapchat, right? Snapchat right. implies that you're doing like crazy wild things that are maybe illegal or not allowed yeah. or people would look down upon, which in low kid, right? Like in society, like that's kind of, I mean, when you watch movies and stuff, I mean, that's, that's, that's the stuff you want to be Snapchatting. Facebook's going to be like graduation, my, you know, a new dog, like stuff like that. And so from a kid's perspective, like you want to be doing the edgy rule breaking, like no one knows what I'm up to kind of world. Right, like even if it's anonymous, right? I, I feel like you're you're almost always going to, uh, like, how much money do you make? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I make a little. bit. I'm going to make more this year. You're right, right. I'm going to bump that up a little bit. Yeah. And you know, I mean, I mean, they're always telling you either not even so much what they think you want to hear, but what you want, wish you could right. say, or right. how you want to portray yourself. And that includes all kinds of little white lies. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so yeah, especially anything that's edgier or um, you're, you're dealing with, um, you know, what, some some something's popularity, you're gonna get all kinds of skewed results. Absolutely. So, so we should, yeah, including in, included in a, a survey we should put out. Do you watch porn? <laughs> and we know for I love by the way on on Reddit they post this all the time. I think I, one of the porn sites posts insane amount of like detailed like geographic data from search terms and it's it's if you're if you're at all interested it's amazing to look at these infographics they're not they're not like not safe for work i mean i guess some of the terms probably are but it's hilarious to see like either stereotypes come out um or like really unusual behavior it well there are some of the most interesting and i think it's hilarious that they're one of the most aggressive like open data companies around yeah it's it's hilarious that's awesome well I was hoping to cover a whole bunch of stuff today, but we're out of time. And uh, so I asked our bartender for the tab. And can you take care of me this time? I'm kind of tired. Of yeah, no, tab, yeah, I, I got you. I got you. <laughs> well, thanks. Thanks so much for being on again, Chad. I mean, what do you got going on? Where can people find you? Uh, Twitter, Chad Whitman. Uh, or find me at edrinkchecker.com. Um, you know, we're always studying the news feed and we're really trying to understand what engagement's all about, what creates the like, what creates the comment uh, so we can help brands understand that. Because that's ultimately when, you, when you're chasing all these metrics and you're chasing reach and, and the changes and all that, it's, it's about driving engagement and, and ultimately bottom line business goals and Facebook rewards engagement. So that's what we try to help brands optimize for. Awesome, man. Thank you, Chad. Yeah. And go, go Brewers. Go Brewers and uh, go Bucks to an extent for the lottery <laughs> draft pick. I like the question mark at the end of that one. I mean, it's like, it's like, I, like, I think it's safe to say we want them to just lose every game ever possible because yeah. then at least there's some shot at someone like Jabari Parker. And who, hey, it doesn't sound like a great draft though, Chad. No, it doesn't. But who is your March Madness? Who are you taking all the way? Uh, you know, I haven't even filled out a bracket. Have you even looked at a bracket? I haven't. <laughs> oh, should, should I just go with Wisconsin? Yeah, that's a great pick. I, you want to <laughs> join my bracket pool? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I still need to do it, man. I tell you, like every, ever since I got out of this fantasy sports world, I feel yeah. like it's, I, I don't do nearly as much of that stuff as I used to. Well, now, here's a question. This is, you know, we're kind of going off into a whole other thing but when did you get out of the fantasy world and when did you become a father do those two roughly correlate no, 
They really don't. Oh, okay. So I got out. I got out in uh, so after the 2007-08 season, I stopped working in it. Oh, okay. Which I'm, almost immediately though, I I started playing a whole lot less fantasy games. Right. And uh, first began became a father in uh, 2001. Uh, so it, yeah, there was a lot of time in there where I was a dad and still doing all kinds of fantasy game stuff. Uh, I think it's really it, it, the direct correlation is I stopped working in it, and then it's like uh, I got burned out. Yeah, because that was just the same. I mean, in our fantasy leagues that I'm in, there's a there's a huge difference between the guy. I mean, I'm 27, so most of us don't have kids, but about a third of us, or maybe a fourth of my friends, do. And there's a huge level. There's like you could like, hey, these guys in the top of the thing are single, and then these guys are married with kids. They're at the bottom of the standings every yeah. year. There's a definite. Uh, loose correlation there so that's funny but yeah no I, like the only leagues i play in now have my kids in it so you can imagine the competitiveness of oh that. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right man well this has been the longest closing ever and the so they're, they're trying to shoot us out the the door of this this pub so all right cool. thanks my man yeah thanks john have a good one you too that was awesome. Thank you so much, Chad Whitman of EdgeRankChecker.com for being my guest today. Make sure you check out Chad. And, uh, yeah, Chad Whitman, uh, at Chad Whitman on Twitter. We're going to have all kinds of information in the show notes for you as well that will reference um, at least a couple of my studies that I've done that we talked about. But uh, great, great stuff. So hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, do awesome things. I'm out. Thank you.